the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. Sorry, we are a couple of minutes late. We are dealing with some technical issues here, but I'm glad to have you guys with me tonight. 888 344 1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. That's 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I am streaming live right now on the Facebook page of The Answer San Diego, and we will also uh, share that to our special little group called Caniacs. My favorite people in the world, actually everybody who listens to the show is my favorite. You guys are like family to me. And I know that you guys know that when you're dealing with family, things ain't always perfect. Um, and you know what? Trump isn't perfect either. But you know what? He is the, He is standing between us and a, he said today, he was back in rare form today, by the way, wasn't he? I mean, just, I mean, back in 2016 campaign form and he did it two days after losing his beloved brother, I think he lost his brother on Saturday. It might have been Friday. Either way, it's just within days of it. Which and you know, how does he do it? How does this man continue to fight for this country in spite of all the slings and arrows coming his way, the attempts by the by the U.S. government, including his own party, coming after him, and then on top of it, in the middle of the coup attempts and everything that he faces, you know, he loses his brother and yet he's out there today continuing to fight for this country. And we just, we need to rally behind him. One of the different ways uh, in which uh, the left is going after Trump, move over Russia because it ain't about y'all anymore. There's a new hoax in town and it's called Postal Gate. Have y'all been hearing about that? Uh, You kind of hand it to the left because they're absolutely brilliant when it comes to seizing upon an opportunity that they can use to exploit, that they can, they are masters at manufacturing crisis in the form of hoaxes and actually manufacturing real crises. I mean, if you look at the uh, thousands of people that died unnecessarily in New York under, under coronavirus as they sent sick seniors into nursing homes or, or you look at the crises that are happening across the states in different neighborhoods where, where where they are fueling and fanning the flames of anarchy in the streets and burning down businesses and beating up business owners and just destroying wholesale neighborhoods. I mean, th- those are real crises that they're ma- that they are literally manufacturing. Open borders. That's manufacturing our crisis. Oh, we got 11 million people here. Oh, you know, it's, it, you know, we got to help these. We got to bring them out of the shadows. We got to, you know, it's cheaper for us in the long run now if we bring them out of the shadows and give them driver's license and free health care and free education while you Americans, you know, are, are, are paying for it. 
you know, manufactured crisis. They create crises and then they act like they're the solution to it. Those are real crises. The crisis in the form of Postalgate is a manufactured one that's not even real. It's a hoax. All these people that were that were that were protesting. By the way, people protesting the postmaster general's house. They're they're pro they're in person protesting the postmaster general against having to go and vote in person. This is the insanity that's happening on the part of the Democrats. You got to hand it to the Democrats, man. They got a bunch of useful idiots out there in the streets in person protesting how they shouldn't have to vote in person. But as Jesse Kelly said on Twitter, he's one of my favorite people on Twitter. He said the Republicans cannot discount this and just laugh it off because they are brilliant at it. You got Al Gore. Remember Al Gore? You got him out there today saying Trump's interfering with our postal service is the is effectively putting a knee on the neck of democracy. And you know what? Why are there people out there protesting? Because they believe it. Suddenly, people that have no idea what the USPS stands for are actually out there obsessed with, with oh my gosh, Trump is going after the USPS, and they don't even know what it stands for. Suddenly, everybody's obsessed with, with defending the post office. How brilliant. Masterful. They've gotten uh, everybody to deflect away from their real issue here, which is an attempt to steal the election through mail ballot fraud. They've got, they've got Trump now and the Republicans defending the post office. So they get to deflect away from the real issue. They get more money given to the post office. I'm not, you know, because Trump's in a position, he's backed into a corner. And Trump's doing, I think, a decent job in saying, yes, you know, while being forced to defend the post office and actually offer money for it, because, you know, this is, this is the Democrats. Republicans never push back. If Republicans had gotten out ahead of this initially and all come together against mail-in balloting, none of this postal gate would have taken, taken off in any way. Trump wouldn't be backed against the wall having to say, no, you know, having to defend the Postal Service and then offer money for the Postal Service on top of the fact that they already received something like $400 million in the CARES Act, in the COVID Act. Why did the Postal Service need to get $400 million? Because of, uh, of a coronavirus. So it's absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant because it's got, you know, it's got uh, the Democrats creating a crisis there. Now it's part it's actually kind of like the identity politics situation. Right. This is the new this is the new card in the deck. You know, the the poor victims, because the identity politics game is all about it's all about dividing people up, creating dividing Americans up into groups and then telling each individual group that they're victims. And then the Democrats are the solution to it. Right. So this now the postal worker is the new victim. That's the new identity card. Trump's out there trying to defend the post office. Say, I don't hate the post office. Look, my postal general guy, you know, he's trying to make the postal service great again. Um, you know, when everybody should be focused on the fact that this mail-in balloting is nothing but an opportunity to commit fraud and to steal the election. So then it's perfect for the Democrats, too, because if they can't steal the election, then they get to claim that Trump stole it. And then we got four years of hearings. It already starts next week. The postmaster general is already being hauled in before Congress. So here it starts all over again. The Democrats fight all day, every day to undermine the United States. They're the ones with a knee on the neck. Of we're not a democracy, by the way. We are a republic of states. They're the ones with the knee on the neck of it. And you're going to hear it later tonight. If you were tuning in to Comic-Con, forget Comic-Con. We lost Comic-Con in, in San Diego because of the Democrats exploiting the coronavirus for power. Enter tonight Comic-Con and you'll get to see it. 
tonight if you dare to watch. If not, that's okay because we got my friend Jen Kearns, All-American Jen, who's going to be here a little bit later in the show. She's a GOP strategist. She's going to be here to weigh in on the Democrats and what their plan is for Comic-Con and how the Republican Party, how Trump needs to respond to it next week. I thought he knocked it out of the park today with his campaign stops in these swing states in the upper Midwest. Um, she'll be here. After the break, we're going to bring in Clay Clark. When I had him on the show uh, he a couple weeks ago or about a month ago, people loved him. He's phenomenal. He's got a new book out that has to do with the fraud uh, that is a coronavirus. And I have been saying for how long? When are we going to have a lawsuit? Somebody needs to fight back against these unconstitutional Sharia compliant style mask mandates and he's going to be here to talk about a lawsuit that's been filed in the state of Tulsa on the mask mandate so we got a great show for you guys hang in there with us on any tech issues that we've got and we will be right back 888-344-1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E telling you like it is all while eating a donut too it's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. I would give you the call-in number to call in, but I'm not able to hear callers tonight. <laughs> uh, we've got a little gremlin uh, in our in our tech scene here, and I think it's fallout from the uh, rolling blackouts that we had um, over the weekend. So I promise you guys, I had to, I had to. Um, I had to abandon the Facebook Live. So if you're listening to me, I apologize uh, for that. Um, we will try to get that back up and running a little bit. This is like, this is like, uh, this is like, what's it called? It's like gorilla. This is like gorilla radio. I can't even hear my man, DJ potato skins. I can't even, uh, he's, he's like, he's, he's, are you fishing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, um, all right. Where were we before the break? It's so weird when I, I'm like sitting here and I don't have any music. I can't I can't, you know, have you guys call in. I can't uh, chat with you guys. Well, I'll have Facebook oh, Live up, back up by 630. I abandoned the Facebook Live because I thought I was going to try to maybe make something happen with my iPad here. Enough about that. Before the break, we were talking about the Democrats seizing upon doing what they do, man, using this phony, you know, postal hoax uh, nonsense. Um. And uh, I think I, I think that it's they're hoping to grow some legs. I mean, the play is that if uh, they can't steal the election, they're going to claim Trump did. I it, and you know what? There's there's no there there for them in the long run. There's nothing. They, unlike the Russian collusion hoax, it, it, here's where I view it differently from a long term standpoint. I mean, I think there's some Republicans that see this as the, having the potential of the Russian collusion hoax to, to hamstring Trump if he wins reelection and do his in the last four years. I, it doesn't have that because they don't have the 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 mechanisms, the tools. This doesn't have the 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 ability to weaponize the United States government against President Trump. You know, they can't go after anybody within. 
his camp and get him locked up because Trump was bad mouth on the USPS. So I don't think this has that capacity. And I don't think that this is a, this is really ultimately uh, a winner, you know, for them in the long run. I think it's a good distraction for them now. I think they're setting the, I think they're brilliant in the way that they play it. I don't think it's going to have any real permanent damage on Trump. Because if you look at what the what the Democrats uh, have, you know, to to pitch tonight, they're going to get up there at this Comic Con. They're going to lie. They're going to they're going to, you know, um, for example, we know that we know that they're going to make it be all about the pandemic and they're going to be, you know, lying and pretending as though fewer people that that if Joe Biden had been president, that nobody would have died from this, except for the fact that we have Google. And we know that when Biden was vice president under the Obama administration for eight years, over almost twelve hundred children died from H1N1 and 60 million Americans, 60 million Americans caught H1N1. They even they, they stopped testing for it. What uh, what Michelle Obama is going to take the stage tonight, and she's already going to talk about how effective the Obama administration was in the pandemic that was Ebola. Ebola was not a pandemic. There was an outbreak of Ebola. And what did the Obama administration do? They brought it. There was an outbreak in Africa. And what did the Obama administration do? They brought it to the United States of America. Remember them bringing people here with Ebola and sending them to a hospital in Texas? They're just lucky that more Americans didn't die from Ebola. They're just lucky that more Americans didn't die from H1N1. In fact, their top dude who was involved in the pandemic, actually, there's an audio tape going around where he says, uh, we didn't have as many deaths, fewer people died than we expected. But, you know, in spite of the fact that we did everything wrong. So they're just going to get up there and lie tonight. And I don't believe that whether they're going to lie tonight about the pandemic, whether it's uh, you've got a bunch of never Trumpers that are going to be up there tonight. You've got John Kasich who's going to be there and a bunch of Republicans that the average voter doesn't under doesn't even recognize this is i don't believe that there's anything the democrats can say no matter how much they try to spin it now how much they want to lie about uh, the pandemic and what if joe biden had become president what he might have been able to do uh or whether or not they're going to um you know talk about you know have john Kasich up there as as a never trumper um in fact what i think the democrats don't understand i think the democrats are so out of touch with why President Trump won in 2016, so out of touch with the average American, so out of touch with the forgotten man who's still forgotten at this point, because now we even have more forgotten men out there, because now we don't just have forgotten Americans out there like we did in 2016 because of bad trade deals and, you know, uh, over regulations. No, we actually have 30 million Americans out of work who have clearly been forgotten because they're out of work specifically because of Democrat policy, specifically because of Democrat mayors, specifically because of Democrat governors deciding, like in the state of California, that they're just going to tell you you're not allowed to operate your business. Talk about they're they're worse than forgotten. They have been intentionally tossed aside like a used Kleenex. There is no way that the Democrats can spend that to their advantage. I mean, what are I mean, what are they going to put forth as like as like a bumper sticker? What are some of their bumper stickers going to be out of this? Um, we can talk about race. They're going to get up there and what? Say that Trump was dividing Americans? How, how was Trump dividing Americans? It wasn't Trump who said, you know, if you don't vote for me, you know, you ain't black. Is that going to be their bumper sticker? Vote Biden or you ain't black. Um, maybe they'll have one that says, once you go dim, you never go back. You know, because Biden, but you know, uh, um, I got the maybe the bumper sticker is going to be I got the black vote because they all think the same. Or maybe they're going to have one that has to do with Chaz. Like, wasn't that Chaz yummy? There's nothing that they can sell to the American people, even even no matter how they're spinning it. 
that can actually, in my opinion, take away the advancements that people were able to feel in their actual lives in the first three years of the Trump presidency up until this pandemic. People working for the first time, people able to buy a home for the first time. Remember when people started getting bonuses because Trump was bringing manufacturing back to this country and manufacturers, the lower uh, taxation, easing of the regulations, they were able to invest in their own businesses. Remember all these people that he brought to the White House that were getting bonuses? You think those people have forgotten? You think all the African-Americans and the blacks who never had a shot, never had any opportunity, and then Trump came in with his opportunity zones and business loans for black Americans, they were able to start up their businesses. Do you think that they're going to they're gonna remember that? You, you think they're going to vote against Trump for that? You think they're going to now vote Democrat after the Democrats went around from Minneapolis to Portland, to Atlanta, and beyond destroying those businesses? Is that, is that going to be their bumper sticker? Hey, vote for Biden. We're the party that destroyed your business. Nah, it's ridiculous. So Kasich is going to get up there tonight, all these never Trumpers, uh, and say what? Say vote for Biden now because I'm John Kasich. I mean, do these are they so these Democrats are so out of touch, particularly with with Trump voters, which included Democrats. That they don't get that these never Trumpers out there, they're the reason why we voted for Trump. They're the Republicans that are establishment. They're the Republicans that are so hypocritical, so big government. So anti-conservative. They hate Republican voters so much that they're willing to join with the Marxist movement of the left. The Black Lives Matter movement that's burning down businesses. There's a Democrat running for Congress right now, and you can watch the video, screaming and threatening children in, in, in a street. You've seen all the videos of the violence going around and threatening businesses, give me part of your profits or I'm going to burn your business down or the Black Lives Matter movement going around saying, you know, these are, oh yeah, we encourage people to break into these businesses. These are our reparations. You think that that's going to hurt Trump having these never Trumpers like Kasich who's, who's partnering with these Democrats? That's our get out the vote. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you. And then to make matters worse, Kasich, who's supposedly pro-life, is asked in an interview about why you, whether or not Christians could support Biden. Oh, yeah, Biden's a man of faith. Now, I haven't actually sat down to talk to him about his faith. But, yeah, he's a man of faith. And you know what? We're all flawed, except that Trump. I don't know how any Christian could vote for that Trump. I, it doesn't jive with the, you know, um, Old and New Testament. Well, let's compare that for a second. Okay, which candidate jives most with the Old and New Testament? I say it's not the candidate that thinks that it's okay to kill a child. Because it's an, in the birth canal and an inch away from, from being outside of its mother. I don't think that that's the guy that jives with the Old and the New Testament. There's nothing about John. And I don't even know the names of the other Republicans are going to speak. I mean, they're so immaterial. As for Michelle Obama, that's who they're opening this, this uh, convention with tonight. Let's talk about Michelle. Michelle, in, in her documentary that flopped worse than uh, Glitter... And was more pan than glitter. She even admits it. I watched it. She even admits in this documentary that when she was on the campaign trail in 08, she had to start scripting everything because when she set, when she let her guard down and revealed who she really is, an anti-American, anti-white Marxist, and said, this is the first time I've ever been proud of my country, the backlash she got from it meant she had to be scripted. She had to be scripted. This is a woman who seethes. She just has so much anger and hatred bubbling just beneath the surface. And it just, she reeks of it. And I don't believe for a second 
these polls that say that she's so beloved and she's got almost a 70% approval rating across the country. I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it for a second. Because I don't know one conservative that has any respect for a woman who says that that in, in 2008, it's the first time she's ever been proud of her country. This is the country that saved the world from Nazism. This is the, which included black military. This is a country that saved the world from communism, which included black men who gave their lives for this country. And you weren't proud before your husband. What a narcissistic, arrogant comment. She's not proud until it's until it involves her husband. No, I don't know any woman. I don't know any woman that that is that thinks anything of her. And then her whole childhood, the way she, you know, uh, you know, with her whole food program she came up with. I don't know any. I don't know anybody that likes her. So, no, I don't I don't think that the Democrats are doing anything for themselves with this convention lineup. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, we're going to talk about the masks, mandates and what's going on there, because we've got a first in the country. I've been asking for a while about how we can push back against this, because these masks are a mind control device. And it's the number one way in which the Democrats can keep control of our country, keep control of businesses, inflict as much pain as they can economically on the country in order to usher in their Marxism. And it's why, it's why Biden and Harris, the first thing that they said that they would do would be a nationwide mask mandate. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back more on the other side. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Got a few of the kinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can actually hear the show. Uh, crazy here tonight. I need me a few donuts to get over this. I might have to self-medicate with a, with a dozen from Krispy Kreme afterwards. But I'm super excited. We got it back. Got things back online enough to be joined right now by my buddy, All-American Jen. Jennifer Kearns is here, host of the radio show All-American Radio, which you can hear on Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Time on the Mighty 990. And that's at under Twitter at Mighty 990 KWAM. You can follow Jen on Twitter at All American Jen. And her show is at All American Radio. And she joins me now. Hey, All American Jen. Hey, uh, I'm glad someone else is having technical difficulties. You know, I just launched a new radio show. It's been nothing but technical issues. We're all broadcasting from all over the country. So I feel your pain, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to talk to somebody who knows how difficult it is, right? It's like it, you, it, it seems like it's so easy to sit down and talk. There's a lot that happens uh, behind the scenes. And so I thank everybody for their patience and you because we're coming to you a few minutes late. Um, before the break, though, I was already talking about Comic-Con, which is opening tonight. And I really I reached out to you this morning, uh, actually last week, because I knew the convention was starting tonight. And even though I know most of my conservatives, I asked them to sit on Facebook if they were going to watch. Most of them said no. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't put some focus on it, because most Americans do. There's many Americans historically that don't start paying attention to the race and to the presidential election until the conventions. And, and so I want you to, right. So um, I'm uh, at this time right now, I want you to weigh in. You are a longtime GOP strategist, been working on many campaigns as well as proposition initiatives. Uh, You've written questions for debates. 
How do you see the fact that both uh, of the conventions are virtual? We, neither one has the benefit of being in person, the big rally, as well as, you know, Trump's reelection versus Biden-Harris. How do you see it all playing out? Well, I think it's going to be uh, right down to the wire. I really do. We, we're within the 80-day mark right now of the November 3rd elections. It's hard to believe. And it, it's actually even hard to believe we're now arriving at convention season uh, during a, a major U.S. presidential election, right? I mean, where does the time go? I, I remember four years ago at this time I was a TV producer at Fox News and Fox Business and was traveling the country covering conventions going to the presidential debates, working on those. And so much has changed just in 2020 alone that those conventional ways of doing the retail politics has completely changed. And so um, I've been jokingly saying today, uh, these conventions, especially the DNC convention, is going to be like one long, boring Zoom call. (laughs) You know, we're we're all sick of those, right? And, And that's exactly what it's going to be. But I think that the Democratic party that you'll be seeing this week on TV, and by the way, it's being broadcast every night, not just on the major cable networks, but you're, you're right. It's the first time many Americans are actually going to sit down and watch this on TV, and ABC News is carrying it live, and so that is important because there is this, it's, it's hard to believe, there's still 10% of people who have not made up their minds, and 8% won't make up their minds until the last 30 days of the election. But, but I think what you'll see on TV this week is a much different Democratic Party than the DNC actually knows in their heart that they are, right? And so they're trotting out uh, even a couple of Republicans and former Republicans, people such as John Kasich, uh, uh, the former governor of Ohio, uh, pretending that they're oh so moderate, you know, at the DNC these days. And meanwhile, they're burning down our cities. They're rioting and looting and stealing your property, kicking in your plate glass windows in front of your business, by the way, that you've worked your entire life for, right? And when they're not doing that, they'll just sick their local leaders and local mayors and local county supervisors after you. And they'll take your business legally uh, by way of lockdown. And, and you'll also lose everything you've worked your entire life for. And so I think they're sort of masquerading as if they're somehow normal people. But this is the most radical ticket in American history. Make no mistake about it. And it's really frightening. And what scares me is that the power of the media, you see um, how they were able to affect the 2018 midterms with their Russian collusion lies 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 lie after lie after lie. And the Democrats, they don't even, you know, Joe Biden is still tweeting out that Trump called white supremacists in in Charlotte, you know, uh, great guys. You know, it's just they're just nothing that they won't say. And um, and and it concerns me. Point of of information on Charlottesville. They never talk about the statement that President Trump actually put out the next day. It still exists on the White House website. He actually said that racism is evil and that that must not be any part of civil society. He called KKK, the Proud Boys, all of them together. He called them evil. And you never hear the left talk about that, do you? No, absolutely not. And you're not. And and what concerns me is that, that at a time in which many Americans do traditionally tune in right now, they're going to hear lies and they're going to hear a media, the mainstream media that props up those lies. And and I and I hear it actually on Fox News as well, your old outlet. outlet. Now, fortunately, 
unfortunately, on Fox News, we still have amazing people like Hannity and Laura Ingram and others. Um, but the average American, this is why what's happened with our media is so egregious to me, because our founders envisioned a free press that would hold our elected officials accountable, that they would not be a spokesperson for any party, but they would be doing the work for the American people, reporting back to us so that we'd be able to make an educated decision, not be the mouthpiece for liars and be propagandist. So if you're just an average person who's busy out there, you're right now you're, you're busy trying to find a job, your life has been destroyed, and you get these clowns up there lying for five days straight, it can sway an election. On, and then you add in the mail, the, the mail ballot uh, attempt yeah. to steal the election. Yeah, it, it's pretty frightening. But here's the thing. I still have faith in voters. And here's why. I look at places like Norman, Oklahoma, where I am for the summer. Uh, we just turned in 30,000 signatures to recall the mayor and two city council members for defunding the police. There are still regular citizens in this country, all across the country. We've gotten calls just in the last couple of days from Austin, Texas, who also just defunded their police. They want to now regular citizens, guys who have jobs and, and normal lives are like, hey, I, I'm going to put my life on hold for 90 days and go do this. There are still great people in this country, and I get encouraged by that all the time. And I tell people to look for the stories. I also encourage people to read between the lines. Uh, you see tonight at the DNC convention, there, there's a few people speaking tonight that I think are interesting. One is uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, a guy who's going to go up there and talk and boast about how uh, they did so successfully during the coronavirus crisis. But... <laughs> His actual record, if you look at the statistics and the numbers, he had 10 times the death rate of any other state in America. The, the other person speaking tonight, Governor Gretchen Whitmer from the state of Michigan, this is a woman who wanted to lock down her entire state, not even let people go to the farm store to buy seeds so they could grow their own food. She also said, you can't go out on Lake Michigan. But guess what? Her own husband did. These people are hypocrites. And third, we have Bernie Sanders speaking. This is a guy who said that bread lines are actually a good thing, and he's a committed socialist. Bread lines are a good thing. We've seen the lines and lines of thousands and thousands of Americans lined up at food banks. It's tragic. It brings tears to my eyes to watch it. And and I, I just don't think that this country is going to elect a socialist. So those are the lines people can read between tonight. That's just tonight's lineup. And the left wing of the party, AOC and her squad, they actually are mad because they think the people on stage tonight are too moderate. Yeah, you can believe that. Well, here's the thing for these never Trumpers. You know, they're so stupid. The Democrats are stupid for putting them up there because that just reminds the Trump voters of why we voted, you know, for Trump, why we went outside the party. Right. <laughs> right. It's like a get out the vote for us. And then these never Trumpers, what are they thinking? The Democrats still hate them. They hate anybody with an R after their name. So, Casey, okay, so get up there and spit all over the microphone. It ain't going to get you anything. Whatever gig you think you're going to get out of this. If he thinks that he's going to get a position in the Biden administration, that that isn't going to happen. We've got about a minute. I think if there's one video that could really uh, tell the story or if they were going to put out a commercial with a video of a city that really encapsulates a a future under Democrat control, it's what's happening in New York City right now. Now, you left New York over the summer, but can you describe for everybody what's happening in New York and why that's the future for this entire country if they win? Oh, it is. It is absolute mayhem quickly. Uh, aside from the rioting and the looting and the burning that happened in, in June and, and it's still happening somewhat today. I had a friend the other day who went to return a pair of pants at Bloomingdale. 
and there was a burned out police car in the front. Like, like no big deal, just a burned out police car. Uh, as of last night, Black Lives Matter protesters were telling people in cars to back up and not enter the Times Square area because it was now their territory. So it's like their chop. Territory. It's, it's like the Chaz chop zone. And, and aside from all of that, you have the COVID lockdowns, which are devastating. You still have businesses today. We're, in the, we're now entering the sixth month of lockdown. Most people in New York City locked in May, uh, March 5th. Uh, six months of lockdown we're coming up on, on Labor Day weekend. These stores that were locked up and boarded up March 5th are still boarded up, and it's almost Labor Day weekend. That is a socialist, communist mayor. He's clueless, uh, but he also has an agenda. Bill de Blasio is one of the most dangerous creatures, and you're right. If the Democratic Party gets in, every major city in America will look just like New York City. Well, I thank you for being here and bringing your analysis, and we'll have to have you back uh, during the Republican convention. And everybody needs to follow Jen on Twitter, at All American Jen, and listen to her radio show, All American Radio, which is Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Time, and that's at Mighty 990. Yes? That's it. All right. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and we're going to be right back. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We survived. We're into our final segment here. Woo-hoo-hoo. I never even had a chance to officially bring in my partner in crime here every night. He's been scrambling since the open of the show, and I'm glad to be able to chat with him live. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Had to use many brain cells to figure out how to get you on, but we got you on. I even coming in this last segment i was wondering why you weren't talking it's because i potted up the mic in the other studio where you're supposed to be (laughs) but we're here we are and i'm glad that we are because i can pick your brain to get your perspective on a couple of things Yeah, lots going on yeah lots going on i didn't know if you heard that i i was supposed to have clay clark on we're going to try to reschedule him for tomorrow we had to we had to bump him um, at uh, six fifteen, when he was supposed to be on, he's host of Thrive Time Radio. He's been on before. He's author of a new book called Fear Unmasked: Discover the Truth About the Coronavirus Virus Shutdown. And he has actually filed a lawsuit, really, in Tulsa against the mask mandate under the. And, and here's how they're doing it: because mask putting masks on healthy people is is unhealthy for them, according to the NIH's own study. OSHA. You know who OSHA is. Yep. They're, they're the workplace, you know, protect everybody organization that goes around protecting people on the job. They have said that you cannot wear a mask if it lowers your oxygen rate below 19.5%. Putting masks on people is dropping their oxygen rate to 12%. So that is the basis on which they have filed a lawsuit, which is a great argument. because That's well below what it's supposed to be It's at. well below. And so what, what they did with this lawsuit, that, now granted they understand it, it, that this is really about our freedoms, that there, we should not have a government trying to enforce uh, any type of covering. This is a mind control device. There's no other explanation for it. When you look at in Del Mar this weekend, did you hear about this, Potato Skins? We've got a heat wave 
in this co- in, in this county. Yeah, it's been hot. It's 80-something degrees at the coast, 80-something percent humidity. Many people, including seniors, are most vulnerable, live in East County where, where temperatures were at record highs with humidity, with sure. no air conditioning. They go to the beach, and they're told they got to wear a mask, and if they don't, the morality police... Just like in Tehran is go- was going around in Del Mar and threatening people with a thousand dollar fine. I that- actually, now that you mentioned the thousand dollar fine, I did hear about that earlier today. It's ridiculous. I even text my family. I'm like, hey, if you can go to the beach, you know, just be aware of what's going on. It's, re- it's absurd. It's insane. It's insane, particularly since we are a county of three million people. The, the county itself has come out and said there's no been no deaths. The total deaths in six months is less than one month of, of, of average deaths in San Diego. Nobody wants to lose a loved one, but to be controlling people to this extent, we still, we're well below the arbitrary guidelines set forth by the state in order reopening San Diego, and they're still not reopening it. Why? Because it's all about control. And that's why I'm so grateful that we, uh, to hear that Clay Clark and others have filed a lawsuit somewhere. Maybe it's just in Tulsa, but it needed to happen. And they're doing it on the basis of science because evidently people don't care about our constitutional rights. Hope evidently, someone in California people, is listening. We got to get that going here. Well, I had Mark Moisier on the show. Remember, he works with Harmie Dillon yep. and they did lawsuits for this and lawsuits for that. And I asked him, I said, I love all that. But when is somebody going to file a lawsuit over the masks? Because these are the regulations that the left is using to keep control over our businesses, keep us economically d- destroyed so that they can usher in power. So hat tip to Clay Clark uh, for that. Something else came up that I wanted to bring to your attention. I saw on Instagram a tweet from uh, a blue checkmark person. I don't know who Deanna DeJet is, but a friend of mine, um, this this is a tweet of hers that was uh, put forth on on, uh, Fox News that said that Trump administration refuses to lift its baseless restrictions on human fetal tissue research, which is preventing our nation's scientists from advancing studies to find treatments and cures for coronavirus. We're calling on human uh, HHS Secretary Azar to immediately lift these restrictions. Um, Okay, so we got a country to where if you're in your in your 60s, um, they're happy to let you become a a lab rat to take a, a, a clinical trial on a vaccine and but yeah, you can't take hydroxychloroquine, which has been over the counter drug. And now on top of it, would the Democrats want to use baby tissue? Didn't they tell us that that abortions were ba- baby tissue and baby parts weren't sold? That's what I remember. Right. How despicable is this? You can't you could possibly take hydroxychloroquine if you're early sick. And there's so many issues with this fetal tissue thing. First and foremost, let's look at it from a clinical standpoint. You're sick. You can't take hydroxychloroquine. But they're okay with taking fetal tissue, aborting the life of a child, and using that tissue to try to come up with a vaccine. And then, and then you know, treat seniors, the the most high, uh, um, most vulnerable amongst us, as lab rats for vaccines that have been untested. This is not about public health. This isn't about caring about anybody's life. Note that the Democrats, too. It's one thing you are not going to out of anything. Trump is not budging on that. So good luck with that. Absolutely, but it's a reminder. All you Christians out there, Kasich is talking to these Chris. He's speaking tonight at Comic-Con. So ashamed and, of and, him. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, he's trying to shame Christians today for voting for Trump. This man is supposed to be pro-life. And he's trying to defend and trying to trying to bully Christ, Christians into voting for Biden. It's like it's like um, uh, Huckabee said what, what's Sarah Huckabee said uh, uh, today. She says, if you are a pro-life Christian, I don't know how you can vote for Joe Biden. These are people that remember this is the party. And let me tell you, Joe Biden 
is far, far left enough. He's pro abortion up until the moment of birth. But the Democrat Party, they're the, they're, they are with that governor of Virginia who are okay with denying medical care to children who survive abortions and even having parents decide post birth whether or not if a child needs medical care, whether or not they're going to provide any medical, medical care to their child. Remember that? Remember Governor Blackface? Oh, well, what would you do uh, if after birth? Well, we would we would have the parents make the child comfortable and then decide, you know, what its medical care is. In other words, whether or not they want to murder their child. I'll tell you what, if you're pro-life, that issue alone, you need to vote for Trump, period. Yes, he has not backed down the most pro-life, the most pro-life president we have had in my in our lifetimes, even more than Reagan. Reagan was good. Trump is great. And, and Trump would have, would have had more success in this area had he had a Republican Party that actually was as pro-life as they pretend to be. They love to talk about it on the campaign trail, and then, then they don't want to do anything about it. They don't want to defund Planned Parenthood. You know, did, did, was there any DOJ investigation into Planned Parenthood selling off parts? I think it was Kamala Harris here in the state of California. Yeah, the same Kamala Harris who, who uh, prosecuted David Delighton, who videotaped and busted Planned Parenthood for illegally selling children's parts, but they didn't get investigated. Oh, she, she goes with whatever, whatever viewpoint gets her her next gig. Yeah. Um, so it will. are you going to watch any of the uh, Democrat candidates? I am. You know, I don't want to, but I think it's actually very healthy to see what the other side is talking about, especially if... I what we get what we what I think we're going to get, which is I think that Biden's going to stumble all over himself. I really do. Well, I also think it's an opportunity for us. We need to we need to see what they're saying and what their pitch is. So if we've got an opportunity to talk to our family, sure you can that share are Democrats it. or that are part of the eleven percent or undecided, you listen to what they have to say, what their pitch is, and you counter the lies and you do it with facts. You do it with facts. That's what you do. So I think we've got, we can't bury our heads in the sand. I know it's grating. I know it's horrible to listen to it. But hey, I think, don't be a I Republican. Don't do be a Democrat. Be an American. Absolutely. We made it. We made it, Tater Skins. We'll be right back tomorrow. We're getting the kinks out. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all.